The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples came to Bethsaida, and some people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village. And when he had spit on his eyes and laid his hands upon him, he asked him, Do you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see men, but they look like trees walking. Then again he laid his hands upon his eyes, and he looked intently and was restored and saw everything clearly. And he sent him, sent him away to his own home, saying, Do not even enter the village. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lord works his miracles in sometimes uh, less mysterious ways than in today's gospel when he takes spit from his mouth and places it upon the eyes of the man in order to heal his blindness. And there's a lot of interpretation from the church fathers as to why the Lord does this. Because he heals many in different ways. Sometimes it's simply a touch, and that seems to be what they were expecting. It says the people brought to him a blind man and begged him to touch him. They had witnessed the power of simply the touch of Christ that was able to heal. At other points, we know he simply speaks to the person, and the person is restored and made well. But now, here with this man, there is a process of healing. And this is one of the occasions where we see that the healing is not perfect immediately. But we know that that is not on the part of the Lord. His power is omnipotent. He is all-powerful, almighty. And so it is not on his part that the healing is progressive, but it is because of the recipient. And so what one of the church fathers notes is that the Lord will not violate our free will. And so also his work in us is proportionate to our faith. And so what we see in this scene then, we can see that this man's faith is increasing progressively as the Lord interacts with him. And Bethsaida, we know that Bethsaida was unfortunately one of the places that the Lord rebukes. He says, woe to you, Bethsaida. And he says, because if these miracles had been done in other places, they would long have gone, they would long ago have repented in dust and ashes. And so we know from the Lord's own words that Bethsaida in particular, which had seen so many miracles and yet had responded without faithfulness, was a city without faith. And so what the Lord does when he comes to this blind man, when this blind man is brought to him, the first thing he does with this man is take him out of that city, takes him out of the village, takes him out of the place where there is a lack of faithfulness, worldliness, all of these other things which can hinder the growth of faith in a soul. And so he takes him out, he leads him out, leads him out. And then what the Lord does is he spits on his eyes or he places spittle on his eyes and lays his hand upon him. And then he asks him a question. He says, do you see anything? What do you see? And so this man looks up and the healing has begun but is not yet finished. 
And he says, I see men, but they look like trees. He's unable to distinguish the outlines. Things are still blurry. Things are imperfect. His faith is not yet perfect, and so what he sees is not yet perfect. And so the Lord, who does not begin a good work that he cannot or does not want to finish, we know that whatever the Lord begins, he desires to bring to completion. And so the Lord lays his hands upon him again. And now the man's sight is made perfect. And so that is the literal sense of what happened, but many of the church fathers comment comment on on the spiritual senses, the mystical senses. What is the Lord trying to teach us through, the, through, through this in the, in the mystical senses and in our spiritual senses and the way in which he works in us through his grace? And so one of the interpretations, and I think this was by St. John Chrysostom, it ties in with the first reading that we have today, which is that we cannot just be hearers of the word, we must also be doers of the word. Our faith is not yet made perfect if we simply understand what God has said, but we do not implement it in our life. And so that's what we see from the first reading from, the, from St. James this morning. And so what St. John Chrysostom says is he says, the spittle represents the words which come forth from the mouth of God, and those are applied first to the eyes, because the word of God has come to communicate truth and light to us. And so the first reception of the word we can see is just with understanding but it has not yet been put into practice. And so that's what St. John Chrysostom says, is that the word must be received, understood, but also lived. It must be implemented in our life. And our faith is not yet perfect, not brought to perfection, until we are doing that. Then when the Lord gives this last commandment to him, or gives him this command which says, when he is returning home, or when he is walking away after he has been healed, He sends him to his home, saying, do not even enter the village. And so St. Bede has a wonderful interpretation of this. St. Bede says that what this represents in the spiritual sense is the invitation to go into the heart and to come out of all of the distractedness and the busyness of the world. It is to go into that inner room with the Father, to live our life in faith and in peace, in union with the Father, in prayerfulness, in in that type of recollection of heart and of mind. And that's the invitation that the Lord is giving to us through the gospel today, to live in a deeper way, less superficially, but more with our focus fixed on our Heavenly Father. And lastly, that's one of the other interpretations by the Church Fathers. He says that this sending away to his home is the final desire of Christ for all of us, that he sends us to our eternal home. That's where he wants us to orient our entire lives into the union that we will have by God's grace with the Father in eternity, our eternal home. And so this direction to send him away to his home and not even to enter the village is to give up so seeking happiness in this life and to set our eyes and our focus on eternal life with the Father. And so, just lastly, to sum up what the Lord is asking us today in the gospel, is that we hear the word, but then we also implement that word in our life, and that that will set us on our proper orientation towards our eternal home with the Father. And this is the desire of Christ for all of us. Amen.